This is a production of 1217 Media. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT. As usual, I need y'all to subscribe to the podcast, man. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, leave some comments, man. Get the comments games up. Let me know what you're thinking. Um, give me some feedback on the guests, the interview process, the shows, how you feel. Also, visit the website, 94feetwithcoachjt.com. It's up right now. You get your announcements, you get your, um, your updates, you got your gear, you get your merch. Um, also, real quick, shout out to uh, Lux. Let's Glam, man. Let's Glam with the t-shirt, man. Got a Glam shop off of Arden Way here in Sacramento. Shout out to them. Uh, taking care of your boy with a nice nice t-shirt, man. I love the t-shirts, of course. Um, again, appreciate your time. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Leave a like in the comments, whatever you need to do, man. I appreciate you. Um, I'm going to get right to this this brief interview of this gentleman I got tonight, man. After 20, after spending 20 years in a, um, a narrative of what it meant to be successful as a basketball player, he soon came to the stage of reinvention after suffering a career-ending injury his last collegiate year. After being removed from what he called the sports tunnel, um, he is now aimed to focus becoming a successful player in the game that is familiar to all, the game of life. Through um, continuous questioning of who he was outside of sports, he came to realize that his purpose was not to, uh, to be an athlete, but instead his God-given ability to play the game of basketball was just a vehicle he used to utilize to carry out his purpose. While he continues to be, uh, bring awareness to sports um, sports tunnel, um, he, he aims to prevent athletes from experiencing their um, figurative death, while also bringing awareness to the parents and the fans of what it truly looks like to be a successful athlete. Um, none other than Jordan Johnson. Um, I know him, Jordan J. Jordan, my man from Court Smith, my man who be taking care of my gear. Um, just a good, solid individual, but somebody who we've been locked in for a while now, off the side of business, but also just connecting as a, as a young man as well, trying to navigate the space, man. Jordan, I appreciate you taking our time today, man, to lock in with me today. Man, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate the opportunity. It's all good, man. So, uh, briefly, and in, in, in start that, man. Start the intro, man. You talk about spending, man, twenty years, twenty years of your life, man. Definitely know about those basketball dreams, right? That's yeah. a lot of time that we invest in a sport or a game that we feel could potentially do something for us, right? We want to turn into something. But even before you get into that, though, man, let myself know those other just a little bit about the background. Where you, where you from, man? Where, what was the upbringing like? Because. The game of basketball in so many shapes, uh, shapes and facets for us as black males, individuals can be used as a tool, but it's also based on the environment we come from or where we're around. So give us a little bit about, about you yourself, man, where you're from. Yeah, man, I'm originally from the Bay Area um, and then transplanted into the Central Valley, you know, so um, parents moved me out um, to go to school, have a safer environment. And then I moved back a few years ago. Um, but for me, like, you know, many kids, we only got to select few options, whether it's the environment or um, our, our family's knowledge, you know. So um, my, my only vehicle that I've seen uh, to get to my desired destination was basketball or sports, you know. So um, through the sports tunnel, you know, grinding, uh, overcoming obstacle after obstacle and, and, you know, found my way to all levels of, of ball, you know, being a uh, high school, AAU and college. And then uh, suffering a career and an injury my senior year of college. So, man, so growing up in the Bay, Central Valley area, what, who are some of the the the, the, the icons or legends or people or people in your neighborhood? You might have again. We all have people we met our game after kind of want to be like. Or some people that that if you remember them, I'm sure you do still. You kind of like, nah, that's that's me. I want to go out there. I'm I'm doing these moves. I'm emulating these moves on a regular basis to work on my craft. Man, you know, for me, honestly, when it comes to like neighborhood uh, heroes or something like that, I really didn't have too many. Um, for me, it was more them animal mixtapes. 
Oh, you know, and one generation <laughs> kid, huh? I'm off the and one mixtapes, um, okay. watching them and trying to move outside, you know, in the front. Um, and then AI, you know, being a shorter guard, I had to emulate my game after a lot of shorter individuals who made it. So um, I'll say AI and and one mixtapes for real. But make sure I saw the and one guys, hot sauce, Alamo, the legends, man. That was a <laughs> professor, man. That was a big air. That was a big man. movement. If you was a hooper, you. You know all about the and one movement. Uh, given it, I mean, as you know, right, you're seeing basketball at different levels. Um, and I always ask the the athletes, this, no matter what sport, what they do. Just as far as you, man, you say and one, but how much time, Jordan, was you putting in? Was it a was you like, okay, this is what I'm doing? You know, some kids people will play around with it, right? They think, you know, we've been told you got to clock ten thousand hours, right? How yeah. much time was you out there getting it in during that phase? You was like, nah, this is this is it's hoop for me. Man, it is it is a lifestyle. You know, just like with anything else, you know, you spend all day at the gyms, you going to the park hooping, um, you walking with the ball in your hand. So um, I feel like back then we didn't really count that, you know, 10,000 hours mm -hmm. of hours in the gym. We just playing because it was fun. It was something to do um, and to keep our minds active and, and to something positive. That's what's up. I mean, I'm, I got to ask this, though, because right now uh, the Bay Area Oakland is kind of not kind of it's, it's going through some things. Uh, already been doing stuff but it's picked up the the, the the crime with the cars and stuff like that and the safety how comfortable are you out there in the environment navigating your space man for yourself for your family for your people though but i mean how is it i know it can be kind of tough knowing that's where you're from want to see it do better but um or what are some things that we need to be doing trying to be doing man to better this better that city out there man better that town man um I think kids a lot of times fall victim to the instant gratification of things around mm -hmm. them, um, you know, but having more outlets for the young kids, mm -hmm. you know, even outside of sports, I feel like it's not too much, to, too much to do, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's like after school programs or um, just extracurricular activities for real. Uh, so I think kids hunt for that instant gratification, whether it's money, whether it's mm -hmm. fun, um, and find themselves in a lot of troubles, you know. So for me, I got a lot of cousins that's like high schoolers and middle schoolers, um, and they have a hard time finding that outlet. So either they in the house bored, mm -hmm. nothing to do, um, and you know a stagnant mind or somebody's bored is destined for something, you know, crazy to happen. So I think it's yeah finding those outlets. Yeah, man. I mean, it's like, it's like anywhere. I would hate, I mean, just being education myself, want to see kids do, especially minority black kids, do better, be safe, do productive stuff, man. Like, you can be productive and have fun and be successful, man. That's just, I mean, it's just tough seeing it happen everywhere, not just there, but just everywhere, too, man, knowing our kids can do better. And it's better, it should be a better opportunity for them to do stuff, man. So, just, I just had to put that in the air, man. I know I think it's, it's always going, it's, it's one of the hottest things right now in Northern California, buzzing around and stuff like that. But it's like, man, it's like, what can we do? Or who else can we get to help support us and what we what what we want to do and change, man? Because we can't do it alone. But we need, I mean, we need to get together and do something. You know, what I mean, it's, it's again save save our kids, man, save our businesses, you know, stuff like yeah. that as well. Because we're the ultimate ones that are affected, man. Um, get into the, the the high school part of the game, man. Uh, before high school, come out of high school, man. Let's give me a little bit about your high school career. Actually, give me some highlights, man. Where'd you go to school? At? What was that like for you? Because I mean, for me personally, high school. I don't know about these kids now. I had one of the best times of my life in high school. I mean, one yeah. lot of games, but some of those friends are my lifelong friends. But you know, I mean, we—I don't know if kids value high school as much now, high school sports as they as it did when I was playing, and you maybe. But it was everything for us. It meant something to play at school down the street. 
school for the north south you know what i mean but how's that like for you man bro like like i tell everybody my my sports journey was real unorthodox so i went to like four high schools mm. um i went to modesto christian went to uh saint mary's went to central catholic um i was just trying to find opportunities man mm. like when it first started off in high school you know you got those relationships you got those friends but when you navigate in different high schools, you're not seeing people every day. Um, and then for me, I never went to high school in the city I lived in. So I'm always commuting back and forth. So, um, man, but overall high school ball was fun for me. Cause it's just, you hooping, you still hooping. Whether you have friends or not, um, that ball is going <clears> to <throat> be dang. So no matter your, what trials and tribulations you face. So uh, for me, overall it was fun, bro. It was fun. We'll be right back with more 94 Feet with Coach JT. You're an entrepreneur. You take risks. You're a trendsetter who stands out from the crowd. You're a business owner who makes more than just money. You make a difference. Sargent Branding Firm exists to help you do what you do best. Change the world. Get everything you need to elevate your brand and have a professional website at sergeantbranding.com. Vicky Cakes Dairy-Free Pancake and Waffle Mix is the heart of breakfast. Bring your family back to the table for good food and good memories. Shop now at vickycakesonline.com. And now, back to the show. You spoke about generally getting to college and before you got I mean, the injury in the, in the college, did it happen when you already enrolled in college? Were you in school playing, or was it pretty getting to that next step? No, nah, I was playing. Uh, that happened, like, probably my 10th game. My 10th game in the senior year. In high school? In college. Okay, what, what college were you at? Um, my last year, I finished at William Jessup. Oh, okay. Oh, you were uh, up in Rock and Roseville. Rock and Roseville. Yeah. Okay, yep. so... Let's talk about the actual entry part in the college. You said your last stop, or your, 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 we finished up at... Because as we know now, right, it's this, it's some moves still. Was it the same fact of trying to find, find home, find comfortably, find playing time, something like that? How many colleges was it? How many stops did you make during that time? <laughs> Bro, same amount of stops. <laughs> I went to uh, a journeyman, a true journeyman. Bro, I went to four different colleges. Man, <laughs> so out of high school, um, so I don't come from a a family of hoop. So mm -hmm. I was like first generation. Um, so when it came to AAU, high school, college. My family was just helping me figure out, helping me navigate. Um, so my first year out of high school, I didn't really have too many options. I was playing on a, a weak AAU team, um, and I had a few NAIA, but I wasn't trying to hoop at mm -hmm. that level. And then I had a Division three offer. So um, I went Division three, and, you know, that wasn't really the level I wanted to play. I knew I could play at a higher level. Mm -hmm. So from D3... I uh, left there and went JUCO. I went to uh, Yuba City College. Okay. So for I, Coach Corn. Coach Corn, that's the guy for okay. sure. Um, so I redshirted and then played that year. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of Division two offers coming out of uh, JUCO, um, but I took the year off. You know, family situation wasn't stable, so it was tough. Um, okay. Took the year off, and then I had an open gym at Stan State. One of my teammates was up at Stan State. Called me for open gym. A few mm -hmm. months later, I, I got a scholarship to play at Stan State. Um, okay. That was cool. That was a dope experience. And then 
you know, I got kicked off that team. Me and the coach didn't see eye to eye and, you know, kind of forced me out of the, out of the system. And then mm-hmm. that's how I ended up at William Jessup. So, of course, adversity before the injury, you talked about getting kicked off or moving the team. What was that transition like once asked to leave? Are you leaving? Um, was it a quick another year off? Found something quickly or like, man, I'm done. I'm going to hang them up. Or what was that like? Bro, like I said, basketball is my only my only exit. So it's like uh, I had to just find something. And mm-hmm. at that time, uh, you know how your clock starts running. I ran out of NCAA eligibility. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't play at the Division II level no more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was actually Coach Corn too. Coach Corn, I reached out to him. Uh, he helped me get an open tryout at uh, William Jessup. And... You know, Coach V believed in me and he gave me a scholarship to play for in his system. Okay. So, so you have to rock and roll, though. What was that like for you? Even though I know you live in Yuba, so I mean, it's, it's already different in Yuba a little bit. Yeah. You're to get to the city, but how was your transition to rocking in Roseville? Bruh. I, don't, I was living in so many cities, man, but I was just hooping. I wasn't mm-hmm. really going outside and having fun. You know, half the time I was in a relationship. So, it was just going home, going to the gym, going to class. Like, it was simple. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. You talk yeah. about so going into your 10th game. Uh, what happened? Man, I was, it, it's so crazy because I was having a great preseason, bro. Like, I was having a lot of standout games. Had, um, you know, an overseas agent started to gain interest in me after playing in Florida. Um, so this game was at home, and I was playing against Menlo. Um, mm. And I get the ball on the left wing. The shot clock has 10 seconds on the board, and I'm ready to go get a bucket. You know, so I, I penetrate to the key. I drive downhill, and I try to use the momentum of the defender against them so I can pull up for a mid-range, right? So as I get to the free throw line, I, pre- I plant my right foot. And like the doctors say, when I planted, my femur broke through my hip socket. Man, that even sounds terrible. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, so it was ugly. And you go down your last year. Mm. Like right then there, you knew like what? It's over. What you thinking? Bro, I said, I was saying it over and over. I'm like, bro, it's over. Because I felt like a, a pop in my hip and I just mm. couldn't walk, couldn't do nothing. I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, over. Mm. That's, that's tough. Uh, Overall, bro, just mentally, just to get to that realization of that, how much, how tough, how hard was that on you? Man, um, 12 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and it's, it, it's, it sucks certain people have them. Some people go years and never have a major injury in their life, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just tough, man. Um, but still, to get come back, we have to do it a walk. What was that like? What was that trend? Because, I mean, you got You can't just not do nothing. You got to get back to at least being able to mobility and move. What was the PT like? What was the bounce back like just to be able to walk and move again? Bro, that was probably one of the um, one of the biggest obstacles in my life, bro. Like, really learning how to walk, how to take one step after the other. Like, we take, it, we take um, you know, things for granted. And, and walking mm-hmm. is one of them, bro. So, I was – it was frustrating. You got to depend on certain people to help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't even pull your pants up, put your socks on. Like, it's crazy, bro. So, yeah, that was tough. So, if you're willing, if you may, you got to, I mean, I would say who are some people that, maybe that was around to help you, stuck you, stuck with you? Because, I mean, 
And sometimes we all need somebody, man. So we got to give them people a little love because without that, that that extra help or somebody helping me pull these socks on and pull these hoop shorts up, I'd have been yeah. you know, stuck in the bed somewhere chilling, man. Yeah, facts. Um, you know, my pops was around. My mom was around. Uh, um, at that time, I was in a relationship. So shout out to that person for being there during that time. Um, yeah. And then just my own willpower, too. And then ultimately God, bro. Ultimately God. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, hold on, let me grab this real quick. Um, as we jump into this, uh, this, 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 uh, every athlete dies twice. The sports yeah. tunnel. Um, at what point, man, did you really? Because I'm, how old are you, man? You ain't that. You, you're not that old, bro. How old <laughs> I just turned. I just started 27 recently. Oh yeah, you man. <laughs> All right. So, at what point did you really feel as if? putting something in form to help others, even yourself. I mean, against the outlet for yourself, I'm sure, but to give inspiration, give knowledge to others, man, um, to make this move. Cause I mean, it's not every day. It's not something that we've always done as, as, as males, write books and put stuff down. But what was the motivation factor outside of what I have, my, I have my, my ideas of it. What, what brought this about, man? Man, honestly, bro, I started thinking a lot about death, bro. Um, Start thinking about death a lot, um, and I was just I was just thinking like, bro, what what am I gonna leave behind before I die? Um, and that was during that certain stage of my life. So um, a book was like one of the easiest, fastest, and most tangible things that I could possibly bring to life at the moment. I've never heard somebody say a book was easy. What was easy about it for you? I just putting my thoughts out there, um, telling my story. You know, and like I said, I spent 20 years as a hooper. So it's like that that came kind of natural to me. That's what's up. It's called the Sports Tunnel. Uh, what inspired the the title? Because you know, the title is pretty dope, man. You got somebody running into a tunnel, of course, right? Yeah. But it's definitely um, a dope visual as well. What inspired the, um, the title of this? Man, um, you know, just just seeing one option, you know, just, just submitting your entire life to one option. And, you know, the sports channel is it's essentially a realm or a portal that you step into as an athlete once you submit your life to the game, you know? Um, so a lot of people that look like me, you know, and come from certain environments, we submit our entire life to the game. And that's what creates that, that tunnel vision on, on the game. That's what's up. Yeah. And I mean, guess you like tunnel vision, tunnel vision. Um, one of the chapters of titles called preparing for the movement. Um, a quote you have in here says, make your, maybe your plan a never turned out to be successful because it needed 95% instead of 80% course. Man. Um, yeah. What does that quote mean to you? Hey man, first, first and foremost, I got to shout out court, man. I got yeah. yeah, to shout out court. court. Dope. Um, I would do for sure. But that quote to me, Basically, like once you lock in on something, you know, go go all in, believe in yourself, because um, you know once people start establishing Plan Bs, they get this mindset that they have something to fall back on, which kind of hinders them from uh, achieving greatness. In my from my perspective, that's what's up. Um, oh, got another one. I'm not giving too many gems out of here, but I'm gonna give it time. Man, they gotta get the book for yourself. Uh, the stress of being a diamond. Everybody comes to everybody comes to a point in their life when they want to quit. 
but it's what you do at that moment that determines who you are. David Goggins. Mm. That one, man. Was that? How does that hit home for you? Man, um, I feel like life, your life is going to turn out depending on how you navigate the trials and tribulations. Um, you know, a lot of people like to become victims of their circumstances or their situations. Um, and a lot of people use those circumstances and situations to build character and build resilience and uh, push them further into their goals. So um, that's what I take from that. All right, I got to read this last one. This one just stuck out to me. I was like, dope. I mean, I use it all the time. Close mouths don't get fed. Uh, communication is power. Those who have mastered it effective use can uh, change their own experience of the world and the world's experience of them. All behaviors and feelings find their original roots in some form of communication. Uh, Tony Robbins. Mm. <laughs> that, that one even for me is like, I even that, 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 that the quote itself, close mouths don't get fed, but just the saying, but that quote, what he said, but that is just like, that's uh, pretty pretty de- deep, man. What, what what for you hit on with that quote that make you put it in, inside of this? Man, bro, communication is something I'm still working on. Um, mm. You know, and I feel like communication is also one of those things that held me back along my journey because I was one of those ones who, would, who put in a lot of work, but I wouldn't say too much. You know, a lot of coaches would think I got an attitude or misinterpret my demeanor because I'm not saying too much. I'm just out there doing it. Um, so I just wanted to put that in there to let other athletes know that, bro, communication is a part of the game. It's a part of, um, you know, you achieving your desired destination. Right. Okay. Okay. So right now I'm going to give you a quick second though, man. You guys, shout out where everybody can find the book yet, man. You got to plug yourself, man. You got to tell everybody where to get the book. Get the <laughs> knock. I'm, you know, I'm definitely going to post it and get it out there for you. Yeah, you got to get the information out there, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, you could uh, purchase a copy of the Sports Tunnel um, at thesportstunnel.com. And then, you know, social media, we're going to be on there as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make sure y'all tap in, man. It's, it's a good read. It's, it's an easy read. Um, it's definitely informational, but also I think it's it, it's enough to be impactful. But also support support the bro, man. Like I said, he's out here doing information out, giving game, uh, running his, his business. Uh, also, but also telling the story within a novel form as well. But also, man, tap into him on the IG, man. Giving his, his quotes, his inspirations, man. He's, he's getting into it heavy. So you got to mm-hmm. miss the, don't miss the bars he's giving away. Um, before I end every show, though, man, Jay, I always ask all my guests, man, triple threat, though. So as we know in basketball, being basketball junkies ourselves, it's a dribble, pass, shoot. How are we going to flip it a little bit? I want to get your triple threat or three things that you personally, like somebody either reads your book or sees you in person, but okay, I know that's, that's, that's Jordan. Give me three things that you kind of hold yourself by, your standards you hold yourself by, how you live, by how you move. Give me your personal triple threat. Um, being progressive. Progressiveness is like a non-negotiable for me, uh, no matter what. Um, being a man of my word, whether it's business, whether it's friendships or relationships, um, standing, on, standing on my word is important to me. Um, and what else? Um, Man, the third one is tough. I don't. What's the third one? God, bro. I say God. I'm a. Uh, I fear God, bro, because I know that I, I wouldn't be here without Him. You know, I'm. It's a lot of things that took place in my life. I couldn't even have imagined that would happen. So, uh, shout out to God for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. Again, you heard your first man. Give you a triple threat. Tap in the sports tunnel. Like I said, just tap in. Support the bro. He's doing it. He's solid. He's locked in, man. He's definitely moving. If you're not locked in with Core Smith, hit him up. If you need anything, 
again, enjoy me taking up, rock with me for a minute, man. Just direct access for me, which is what I love. We get things done. We, I mean, it's, it's good business. It's, it's quality. Um, but also it's, it's the way you, you know what I'm saying? I, I like to conduct business now. Sometimes I want to talk to somebody verbally, man. I don't want to be on all internet and doing orders. Sometimes I want to, hey, what's up? Or can I tap in with you? I got a question. And we got that going. And I appreciate it. And my, and my boys do too. Take care of us again uh, at, at the school. So I appreciate you, man. Um, again, you heard it here first, man, with Jordan, the Sports Tunnel. Go grab it. Thesportstunnel.com is there, man. Tap in with it. I'm going to tag him on the socials. I'm going to post a book flyer. We're going to get it out there when we drop the episode, man. So, again, y'all heard it here first with Jordan, Coach JT, 94 Feet with Coach JT. We out. Thanks for listening to 94 Feet with Coach JT. Subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, and follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. This is a production of 1217 Media.